another episode of UFO Garage. I'm Ben. And I'm Joe. And this is where we talk about UFOs, aliens, and all things weird. All things weird. What's up, dude? How are you today? I'm doing swell, dude. This yeah. this crispy boy is treating me. Crispy treat me, boy. Treat me nice. <laughs> Too bad we're on our last ones. Oh, yeah. I know. The, from the, the refrigerator. Remember in one of the earlier podcasts, I said... My favorite beers are Lone Star and Modelo. Oh, and that's what I got. Dude, and you have Lone Star and Modelo. Here I today. forgot about that. <laughs> so once I finish this, I'll crack open the Modelo. I want that Modelo. Dude, we're going to be good to go. Uh, we're going to be good to go. Light beers are good for, for talking, I, I feel like. You yeah. know, it doesn't um, gunk up your mouth a lot. Ah. Like IPAs didn't yeah. dry your tongue out at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. We're, I think we're going to be set. I just cracked this one up in a... Uh, so uh, I'm looking at our stats on Spreaker, and I thought this would be pretty interesting to to talk about. Uh, first off, we we have over 1 million. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we have we have 1,200 total plays, which I think is a freaking crazy number. For, That's pretty awesome. We've only had the podcast for about a month. Like yeah. it was literally, this is our month anniversary. Today? So we started June, June 10th. Oh, and nice. now it's July 10th. So it's Ooh. been a, only a month, and we only have six episodes, and we have over 1,200 total plays. That's pretty sweet. That's I not bad. That's, good job, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, good job. Thanks for listening and sticking with us. Even if it's one guy listening <laughs> a thousand times. <laughs> no, this guy would have to be traveling all over the world. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, this, I forgot about that. This guy's like yeah. a major traveler. We've got Nor- <laughs> We've got representation in Norway, Denmark, Sweden, Iceland, Germany, Mexico, Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, and the United States. Uh, just some cities real quick, some shout outs. We got Washington, D.C. Hey, what's up, D.C.? What, what? Probably all feds. What's up, feds? <laughs> kidding. Um, Miami, Florida. Freaking love Miami, dude. Yeah. New York, Brooklyn, Dallas, Texas, Los Angeles, Taylor, Texas. What? Hey, what's up, Taylor? What's up, Taylor? Hometown. Uh, Minneapolis, Austin, and Houston. So that's... That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. 0.23% of 12, I don't know what that is, but that's at least like four people listening in Norway. Yeah. Or list, maybe they just listen to was one person and they listen to four episodes. Right. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's cool because I don't know anybody in Norway. And nor do I speak Norwegian. Yeah. Like, uh, the, with that reverse, like they would have to understand. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What, what if they just like the sound of our voices? What if they don't understand what we're saying? Maybe they listen to it to go to sleep. Dude, yeah. (laughs) That'd be kind of... I don't know if that's depressing or... Or maybe they listen to it to get aroused. Oh, yeah. We have arousing voices. It's like ASMR. Yeah. Dude, that that commercial, what is it? Uh, Michelob Light? Uh, That Michelob Light commercial with the... I haven't had cable in a really long time. I hate that commercial. Is that that's what you're talking about, right? Where they whisper? <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's what. I typically. hate that so much. In real life, if somebody whispers in my ear, I, I want to freak out. What's that whisper I song? Freak out. Hey, let me girl, let me get you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people whisper so bad, and oh, just that. There's like a little, a little tickle like in your like ear yeah and it oh it bugs the crap out of me man i hate that yeah man. i hate that so much so nobody whisper at joe when we go to ufo congress yeah don't whisper at me <laughs> somebody's gonna come up to you and whisper in your ear because i always talk loud to that same person <laughs> <laughs> like you turn around <laughs> what huh <laughs> 
just repeat what they said mm-hmm. loudly. <laughs> You've got a boner? <laughs> this guy's got a boner! Yeah, man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But, yeah, guys, thanks a lot. I mean, that's, you know, like we said, that's a lot of different countries, and we don't know you guys. Yeah. But we love you anyways. Yeah, right? seriously. Right? Thanks for showing us some love. Showing us some love. Hey, man, real quick before we get started started. Yeah. Remember we got the post the other day about uh, the Area 51 meetup where there's going to be people there? Do we have an update? Uh, Yeah. Oh, there's my God. There's a bunch of idiots who are going to line up and actually try and break into Area 51. What's the number up to now? Man, I, it's it's pretty high. It's pretty high. I'm not sure what the number's up to yet. Uh, they they said it on the on the radio earlier today. And I was oh, like, my God. I was like, wait a second. I thought that was kind of a joke but they're like there's articles being written about it now oh my god yeah there's there's articles and they're like they're amped up they're ready to go but if you're listening and you're planning on going mm-hmm. hey stay home stay nearly home. nearly two hundred thousand people have signed up <laughs> to steal alien secrets from area 51 yeah oh whoa dude yeah. um pack your shades your sh- sunscreen and your coziest tinfoil hat Oh, come on that's how they reported Ted Boyle hot hey guys maybe there's some great Greek little great man thanks a lot live science <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so they're 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 really uh they're really about this man um that that just doesn't sound like it's gonna go well I'm it? gonna say that's a bad idea not to mention uh guys that's a mountain like you're gonna have to walk through mountain ranges. It's not just flat. I'm gonna bring you know? some some Ritz crackers. I don't know if most people are gonna make the hike yeah. to Area 51. Like 75 <laughs> percent of them are gonna die off and be like, "Dude, we should have stayed yeah. home." I'm, I don't have to walk. What is this 20 miles? That's a long. That's a long freaking way to to walk in a straight line, let, let alone a, a mountain range. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. And then not to mention all the machine guns that are surrounding the place. Yeah. That's a bad idea. And Demogorgons yeah. walking around, dude. They're just everywhere. Demogorgons walking around. <laughs> dude, speaking of... Well, oh, I guess we'll get into Demogorgons. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I guess there's not that much on Facebook happening, I guess. We're going to do some... Uh, oh, that what was that post that Joseph <laughs> posted? Oh, uh, yeah. It says, there are no coincidences. Neil Armstrong was the first person to land on the moon. Neil A, backwards, is alien. And then below it, it says a little, it looks like a little text message that it says it's from the FBI that says, delete that shit right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Dude, he also made a a post uh, on the the oil rig where they saw, they saw a UFO. Right. Where they saw a USO. And it was, and then it turned into a UFO. No, it was out in the Gulf Coast. Oh. So it was closer to Louisiana. Okay. Um, and, uh, they said this thing came out of the water, and they didn't really notice it at first. But then it was hovering above the ship. There, there, you know, there's a a supply ship yeah. that they have, and they said that the thing was almost two times the size of the supply ship. Whoa. Came out of the water, and it wasn't dripping. What? It wasn't dripping any water. Didn't make a wake. Wasn't making bubbles. Nothing. It just came out of the water without making any motion Whoa. on the ocean surface. So, right. like, so I'm just thinking of like, okay, I'm gonna get really doctory science here. Yeah, dude. Well, we but, are doctor scientists. That's true, right? Uh, <laughs> the displacement of water. I mean, when something is 
that doesn't make any sense. I like hope. when the wa- if the water w- was displaced, then it would have to have come back together if something was displacing it. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I agree one hundred percent with you. Huh. Yeah, that's okay. strange. Cool. That's strange. But they, yeah, that's the report. That, and and then somebody popped out of the UFO said, anybody want to save 15% on their car? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think there was uh, uh, four years ago, maybe, or... Oh, damn. What do yeah, I haven't heard about it's, that? It's that's, pretty recent. That's cool. It's pretty recent, but... Shit. yeah, Any, was, Anything uh, USO is really interesting to me, because I feel like it doesn't get a lot of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we're always, you know, talking about what's in the sky, but yeah, you know, and that's, that's the main focus. But now with all the stuff, you know, that we're hearing on, you know, these things can go in the water, they can go in space, through the air. uh, And we may have the technology for that. So tell me that story you were telling me about. Which one? Uh, or or do we have not have enough information? I don't think yet? we have enough information. All right, let's yet. wait. All right. Yeah, we'll wait on that. Okay. But it's right. a pretty cool story. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's basically just about a, a patent that finally came around, and some Chinese scientists, you know, figured some shit out. Yeah, they figured some stuff out, and uh, and and but it ha- kind of has to do with the same thing on how they can go in the air, and it might be related to this tic tac thing. Okay. So may or may not. Allegedly. May or may not. We I don't know yet, so we won't go too far into all right, it. But all right. Man, yeah. I want to talk about it I so know, bad. It, it's, it's so it's, cool. It sounds pretty crazy. Maybe it sounds pretty ep- crazy. Yeah, episode. definitely. Definitely. Uh, but did you also see the other one on how Texas has one of the highest uh, amounts of, of UFO sightings did, in yeah. 2019 so far? Dude, I, I, I thought we were onto something about that. Yeah. Like that the increasing amount of, of things that I've seen that happen in Texas. Yeah, because there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff. All the stories that I've heard. I wonder if they're like, what, what do you think they're attracted to in Texas? I wonder what it is about Texas. Do you think it's like our military uh, i mean we've got fort hood yeah and a couple other places but i mean well, i've never heard of any kind of like geological anomalies in texas like yeah um, magnetic fields well, or anything like that you know we have uh uh like enchanted rock right uh-huh. something like that people say they see stuff out in that area a lot oh i didn't know that <clears throat> yeah the, we got the marfa lights you know, right. we got a lot of crazy stuff that kind of happens out in the area. Right. Um, uh, did I tell you I saw some? I went to Marfa and saw the lights. Oh, did you, dude? Was it pretty cool? It was pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. So me and Jess went out there for a little road trip, and I mean, that was like we wanted to go to Marfa because it's a cool <clears throat> town. But I was super, super stoked just to see the lights because mm-hmm. I'd heard so many things. Like I've got a buddy who's his mom uh, went out there and saw. These she has a crazy story um, that like she, out towards so first off when you when you walk up to the place if you haven't been there before yeah you, you haven't been there before right no I don't think so okay so it's it's super kind of like um, uh, a theme park esque where you pull up and there's this building with a deck like a viewing mm-hmm. deck and there's like binoculars that you can walk up to and use and what you're looking at and it's this huge plane and then all around you is kind of like this basin so you're in the middle of this basin there's like mm-hmm. uh, a mountainside <clears throat> straight straight ahead of you and to the, your right and to your left um and I, I i don't think there's any highways off to the to right to the right on top of those mountains i don't believe i think all the roads go in between the mountains mm-hmm. or the plateaus and i don't think there's any major highways on the far mountain either because that's one of the theories is that 
it's cars driving down the mountain. Yes. And that's what's making the lights look like they're floating. And there's no roads there's over no there. There's no roads, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so. looking. Uh, so the story that my, my buddy's mom said that, that from the middle of the plane, which I'm guessing is about a mile, maybe two miles. Uh-huh. It's pretty, pretty long, long distance. Her story is that it would start in the middle of the basin, like this glowing orb would just shoot off and then run up the mountain. And it was kind of like strobing uh, airplane lights where it would start in one place and go whoop and then kind of dissipate in the distance, kind of dance up the mountain a little bit. So what I saw was just uh, a few, first off, I didn't see anything. And we just kind of settled there. And I I think we just both started just to kind of feel a little let down or or just kind of disappointed because we weren't seeing anything like it at all. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden I just see this, this little tiny dot and at the very end of that two mile, maybe mile, um, mountain range at the very bottom of the mountain range. And it looked like somebody was walking around with a torch and huh. just kind of waving it a little bit. Yeah. So it looked like somebody was just out there with some kind of glowing ball on a stick and then just kind of waving it around and then it would go away. And then all all of a sudden, to the right, the right mountain range, I see this big, big light in the sky, like above the mountain range. So it was yeah. It, it, so I was I'm thinking, oh, it's like a helicopter or a plane coming at us, and that's their whatever whatever headlights. What it just ascended, you know, if you, you were to put your hand out, probably like three inches, if you were to hold that in between your index and your thumb, and then it just disappeared. And then I look back, and I'm looking at this other dot, and that dots back um, the the waving torch. And then again, uh, to the right, this huge light, you uh-huh. know, it's an orange light. It looked like a light. It didn't look like an orb. It definitely yeah. looked like somebody was, had a huge headlight pointing at us and then it would like ascend and then that was it. But it was like pretty repetitive. It happened four or five times. Yeah. Um, and then we, I mean, we also saw like air traffic going above us too. So, I mean, I could tell the difference between a trajectory of a, of a plane yeah. going across the sky, but this thing was like just hovering and then just kind of shot off into the sky. Mm-hmm. Not super fast, but kind of floaty. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. I can't say for sure that I think, I, I don't think it was a UFO. I, I think there's something going on there. Huh. Something optical. I, yeah. I, I mean, know. a lot of people have been out there and, and tried to figure it out. Yeah. You know, and everybody's like, I'm not really sure. Yeah, man. It could be, it could be this. It could be some weird shit that we just don't know about. It could be some overlap in another dimension. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, man. the last podcast you said it was swamp gas. You swamp gas. Swamp gas, y'all, dude. What, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> it was a uh, 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 skinwalker and just Skin- unexplainable events right, that right. not even science could explain. Right. It's maybe, maybe we just don't know that yet. Right, right. You know, understood that. I don't think this is swamp gas. <laughs> but I, yeah. I don't know what. It, there's something weird going out there, and it's like consistent. I yeah. feel like everybody that I've talked to that's been out there to go see the Marfa lights, they see something, mm-hmm. but it's all different. Like all the stories that I hear are a little different than what I saw and what I've heard other yeah. people say. Other people say like it just kind of zigzags up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Some say it's just like it's just in the field and it kind of pops up the little lights and then dissipates. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. It, it, That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go check that out. Cause yeah. no, I haven't been out there. I've been in the area. Yeah, you know, but I haven't been to Marfa to, to just watch the lights specifically. It's a um, far drive. Yeah, it is. Like, it definitely is. It's pretty grueling to get out. If there. If you go anywhere in Texas, it's a far drive. That's true. Which again, back to the idea of like, why do you think there's so many sightings in Texas? You know, it's we're such t- a large area. That's a long. Yeah, that's a large area where there's just nobody too. Like. 
like just nothing happening. Maybe one cattle rancher here and there. Um, Area 51, right? Or, or I'm sorry, not Area 51, but the uh, the Roswell incident, mm-hmm. uh, the crash, you know, everybody says, you know, they took it to Area 51 and yeah. they had the aliens there. This is for you Area 51 people that are going to Area 51 also. Um, supposedly they took the, the, the pieces, the crashed pieces to Wright-Patterson Air Force air force base right in ohio yeah and the other pieces went to fort worth oh here in texas really? so maybe <laughs> we've got some of their toys and they're oh, trying to find it right dude. so yeah so nothing's at area 51 mm-hmm. if you're gonna do anything go to s4 right we talked about that <laughs> right it's 15 miles south they're so, good i mean yeah. you could if go, you're gonna go, walk all the way to Area 51, might as well keep going. You might as well go there to to where to where the craft are, right? That's where Bob said they are. I want to see and a photo. I want to see a photo of the hangar that he talks about. Yeah, I bet that's pretty cool. The one that's in into the mountain, mm-hmm. you know, where like, it has want, the doors painted. Yeah, want, color as the mountain. I want some proof of that. That'd yeah, be, that's that'd pretty be, sweet. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I heard some some uh, pretty wacky stuff about Bob Lazar. Yeah, did you watch that video? That I didn't get a chance to finish it. I didn't get a chance to finish it. Is it? So is it better than the other ones that make crazy claims? I don't know. I don't know what to think of it because it it does sound like this guy, his whole channel is him like doing a bunch of research and debunking things. Yeah. That's all that he does. And apparently he'd only make, usually his videos are like 20 to 30 minutes, but this one was like 45 minutes. So everybody was super stoked that number one, it was really, really well researched, I guess. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I guess if he can, give credit to this guy uh, based on whatever else he's researched. But yeah, it was like 45 minute piece seemed to be really well documented. So I guess, Uh, and so, so other than, other than he, he, other than like the prostitute stuff, you can't find his name. uh, Can't, you know, find any of the school stuff is bursted. Other than the basic stuff that we know that was fucked up in Bob's life. Yeah. What were some other things that he talked yeah, about? Yeah, because I don't think I got that I far into it. Yeah, I don't even care to even talk about that because I yeah. I feel like you know that doesn't whatever, even matter that to me at all. Yeah, no, that doesn't. And that's that I can you know go. most most of the videos you see that do that, it's like all right, you're saying all this stuff, but none of that really matters. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it's it's all this whole video is to discredit Bob, and it, I feel kind of bad that we're talking about it, but I mean it's it's pretty interesting. Well, we got to you know, know if you want to know the truth, you got to yeah. know both sides. You got to yeah. you've got to be curious about both sides. Yeah, so put your biases aside. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and that's I mean, yeah, I'd love to live in a world where everything is like fanciful and cool, and like it, everything is what it seems to be. But mm-hmm. when you look a little deeper, just the same way as we dig into these UFO topics and try to find the truth, we also have to like yeah play play the other side. So. Um, yeah. So other than that stuff that you mentioned, uh, he pinpointed that, um, George Knapp had this story, this UFO story that he wanted to break before he even had Bob Lazar on Mm -hmm. the show to talk about it. Right. And he, and it shows him, um, on a, uh, on his news segment, I guess he was an anchor talking about, Hey, yeah, we had this other guy gonna, that was going to talk about this story, but the last 15 minutes he bailed out. So we got this other guy named Bob Lazar or, or something. I think this was before he uh, gave his name out, mm-hmm. but that I thought that was weird that he had another guy 
that was going to interview and tell the story, but he switched it to Bob at the very end. Yeah. Or right before it, it, it went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both Bob Lazar, George Knapp, um, uh, What's the the pilot's name? Uh, Lear, uh, something Lear. It's not Robert. Ronnie. It's I don't know something something like that. The um, son of you know the inventor of the Learjet. Yeah, yeah. So they all claim that they didn't really know each other until after that. But mm-hmm. after that story broke out, uh, George Knapp claims that that he didn't even know Bob Lazar until then mm-hmm. because he just found out about him through so and so. But this guy found out that, yeah, they did know each other because they all went to this event that Bob Lazar would, was putting on in the desert with a few of his buddies. Right. Where they'd go out in the middle of the desert and shoot off fireworks and guns, and they would have, like, like girls in bikinis out there and yeah. people on motorcycles and, you know, whatever. So this was, like, this annual event that they would go out there and shoot fireworks and have a crazy time. Yeah. And that's how he knew George Knapp. Well, because... Cause, uh Lear kind of had his career messed up by the UFO stuff. And mm-hmm. that was kind of one of, they say that, you know, when Bob found out, he told Lear about it. Right. Right. And it was and like, was the Hey, first they, they, all, they all said you were crazy, but yeah. you're not. I saw it. Right. Right. So they, I mean, they had to have known each other before then. Yeah. So they had to have been friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, but you know, I mean, I guess we knew that part. Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't know. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Uh, so another thing, I, I kind of feel maybe I shouldn't, maybe people will just figure it out by themselves. Yeah. But well, I want to know because it, it's, it. but to me, this is, it's just weird and it only pertains to Bob's character and that's it. And I feel, I don't mm-hmm. feel bad. Like I don't mean to attack his character. Yeah, you're I'm not, just, a, you're not trying to attack his character. We're just trying to get through. We're just trying to cover all the bases. Yeah, you exactly. Know, we're just trying to get to the bottom of it. So I might regret this, but um, I don't know. You you can find the video. I'll I'll, I'll look it up and and and, and uh, give you the the URL. Uh-huh. Whoever's listening, um, but there's this weird thing that happened where Bob was married to this woman, and then they move out to um, uh, Las Vegas, and she. He had already been having this relationship with this other woman, Tracy. Mm-hmm. But when they moved out, him and his wife, not Tracy. Tracy's like this tertiary person that he's seeing, I guess. Yeah. So Bob and his then wife move out to Las <clears throat> Vegas. She dies mm-hmm. mysteriously from, um, um, what do you call it? When you, you when you close the garage door, and carbon dioxide, por- carbon oh, dioxide yeah. poisoning. Yeah. It was ruled out to be a, a suicide. Two days later, he gets married. Bob gets married to Tracy. And they move into their house, her house or their house or whatever. Uh-huh. And he files bankruptcy on him and his ex-wife's company. So he gets all this money from whatever to start yeah. his new company or whatever with, with Tracy. Ooh. I thought that was pretty. That's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. In the documentary, don't they don't they say that Bob's wife was having an affair too? That was Tracy. So that was his second wife was his second oh, that, okay. that was having the affair later this I is see. much later yeah yeah oh. so tracy uh was uh, yeah fooling around whatever so bob got got too so bob he, got yeah got too. so but well, i thought that that was something that's new crazy that I did, yeah i haven't heard that didn't know mm-hmm. it just seems like and, and also like there's a bunch of uh interviews of, of george knapp talking about this subject about the bob lazar, lazar story and he yeah. says he, he words things differently almost every time and there's some just missing missing bits and pieces it doesn't make me feel 
100% on it. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of feels to me the, the feeling that I got yeah. after watching this video that, that looks into all this stuff that I'm talking about. I have a feeling it just made me, it made me feel like there's something fishy going on and we're not getting the whole story. Number one, I think I feel like after watching that video that George Knapp had this story already played out mm-hmm. and that's what story he was going to tell no matter who he got to tell it for him. Yep. That was his story that he was going to break. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the feeling that I got. So but I don't know. If if Knapp gets the story mm-hmm. and it's and it's a credible story, we have to kind of think, does it does it matter who says the story? No. If the story's real. If the story's real, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because if the story's real, then that kind of, it's like, ah. So the other guy bailed, but you needed somebody to get this story out. Right. 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 So. So that's a good point. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it is a double-edged sword. It's like, mm-hmm. man, that kind of like, you're lying a little bit, right? So that right. would naturally hurt credibility. Yeah. But if the story is, is real. Then I don't and, care. I mean, if, if it's real, then yeah. dude, that's. And if most of your stuff is credible. Yeah. You know, where do we go from here? But that. I don't know where to go from the, here. Honestly. Yeah. The, I'm kind of stuck. The carbon dioxide poisoning thing is a little crazy. Have you, have you heard and, that before? And if, no, I hadn't heard that before. No. Yeah, dude. Um, I had heard a little bit about the story and George having a story, but I didn't put two and two together uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Um, but that is, that's pretty crazy. And, mm-hmm. and now that makes me curious on who was the first guy what happened to him right and, and maybe he was the guy that got blown up in the maybe he was uh, bob's uh predecessor what if it was what if it was lear oh telling his story oh interesting and then it just so happened they met you know they were like oh hey bob's working on area 51 now oh. we could just wait till he tells us information and be like boom there's the confirmation for the story. Yeah. Now Bob can tell it. Huh. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know the timeline on all that stuff. So that yeah. could be complete horseshit. Yeah. I'm just, just speculating. Know. We don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's 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 a cool thing to think about, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I, I really didn't mean to even bring that up. It's just like. No, but that's important though. You know? I, yeah. I think so too. It's definitely important. Especially if we're just, you know. We're trying to put things together. We're trying yeah. to learn. You know, we're just like everybody else out there. We don't we don't have the information. We're just guessing, you yeah. know, but we're not we're not here to badmouth anybody. We're not here to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you do is what you do and and you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah. That's just the way it is. You know, we're going to look into it and one day, you know, it may be, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> and then we find out something else and it's like Oh, oh that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's you know? kind of how I feel about which it. Is, which like, is damn. fine because you have to be open-minded about this whole thing. Yeah. We can't just take it, you know, because we're all just guessing. Yeah. So it's really just trying to put pieces of a puzzle together. Yeah. Of, a, you know, a white puzzle, a blank puzzle. Yeah. Like, we don't even know what the picture is. Oh. Whoa, you know, so how are you going to put a puzzle together when you don't even know what the picture is? Yeah. You know, to begin with. So have you seen those? They're like a thousand pieces and it's like a blue gradient. Oh, is that a, those oh, puzzles? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have Terrible seen. people who made that up. Yeah, dude. But yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. I know. All that's right. Well, wild. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to watch it now. I'm going to yeah. watch. I just, I completely forgot. 
Uh, I kind of want to look it up real quick. Uh, oh, I, I got to Yeah, I did send it to you. Let me look at our text message. Yeah. Yeah, we can post it. Let me too. pull up my, my jitterbug. Mm-hmm. Jitterbug. 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 Speaking of, <laughs> this has nothing to do with jitterbug, but it does have to do with music. Bro, I saw an alien last night, uh, and his name was Carlos Santana. Oh, yeah, dude. That was epic. That man, if if you if you time traveled Carlos Santana, like you know, to the past, and uh-huh. you dropped him off in an electric guitar, <laughs> he would be an alien. Like yeah, dude. To those to those people, he would be a god. He'd be like, what is what is this? What is he doing? <laughs> like what an is, electric is guitar? That a, is that a guitar? Like what is that? I'm you know? think I'm like picturing like a Roman times. Oh like yeah, he walks in to be. Like the entertainment for an orgy, <laughs> he walks it with a, one of those belt clip-on amps. Yes, and he's just fucking shredding, dude. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Yeah, man, that was that was incredible. I uh, that was incredible. I roomed with uh, his uh, Santana's nephew when I auditioned for The Voice, Adam Lasher. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I don't know if his last name is actually Lasher. It's such a cool last name. Yeah. Uh, cool last name. That's pretty awesome. But yeah, I roomed with that with his little, his nephew. Is he a pretty cool guy? He was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he had this, this gig, I guess, uh, out like near the Jamaica area, those islands out there, mm-hmm. where they would this company or resort would fly him out every summer to do like a summer acoustic gig and oh, he invited me cool. to do it i just i had school so i couldn't do it oh damn but that would, wouldn't that have been, would that have been, have been sweet? sweet yeah yeah but i mean school school is cool too dude school's oh. super cool man stay in school um all right well <laughs> so we're, <laughs> we're you're telling me the stranger things Oh yeah, thing earlier I think is super freaking interesting. There's a lot of different areas uh-huh. that are like, whoa, man! Yeah. It's pre- it's pretty crazy. So the the uh, uh, maybe spoiler alert. Yeah, it's a spoiler uh, alert. It's, it's fine. Spoiler if you haven't alert. seen it by now, then yeah, press pause. Go watch it. Yeah, yeah. Go go watch it. You've had you've had what f- five days to watch it now? Yeah, or something, something like, like that. You've had like five. That. If you haven't if you haven't finished it yet, yeah, then, six days. Yeah, you're you're falling behind, but so Joe goes. All right, well, what happened in the the latest? Like, how did like what were the Russians doing? And I said, well, they were trying to. They're shooting this big, um, weaponized beam. It looked like some kind of electromagnetic beam at this wall, trying to open up the dimension of the upside down. And Joe goes like, all right, check <laughs> this out. So this is in uh, Tennessee. Uh, it's called Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Uh, and the story is that uh, I believe her name is Broussard. Broussard, I believe, is the scientist's name. Mm. Um, and this says uh, s- scientists at the taxpayer-funded Oak Ridge National Laboratory in Tennessee are reportedly using a public resource are reportedly using public resources to open a portal to a parallel universe, right? Uh-huh. So she you, says it's using a, Yeah, she says it's a pretty wacky experiment, but it'll totally change the game. So Broussard's experiment will fire a beam of subatomic particles down a 50-foot tunnel. 
The beam will pass a powerful magnet and hit an impenetrable wall with uh, a neutron detector behind it. The experiment is, uh, if the experiment is successful, the particles will transform into mirror images of themselves, allowing them to burrow light through the impenetrable wall. Right. So what you were saying was like, explain like, I guess what you know about the light. What's the, the purpose of the light though? So I'm not sure what the, the purpose of the light is. I think it's, it's not so much the light. It's the, the, the particle beams that are being shot. And, and I guess what they're explaining here is they're trying to make a, like some people say that the, our universes or our dimensions sometimes overlap. Yeah. Right. And so, and what they said was, it was, it was like a mirror. Right. But we can't always see that. And so this is kind of just showing that the visible spectrum to us for sure, 100% isn't all we see. Right. So okay. it's trying to create a mirror image or maybe see the identical uh, dimension, yeah. you know, that maybe we might share space with. So what I, what I was thinking, <laughs> like, what if on the other side, there's another version of those exact people, but a mirror version shooting the, that exact same beam back at them. Back at the wall. <laughs> you know? Right. Or if the dimension is a little bit different, you know, who knows what and they're, it's like they're steam, shooting? Everything's steam powered, or or maybe instead of using a, a shooting particle beams, maybe they just have like uh, two pieces of wood and a mustard bottle <laughs> in between it, and they they push it with their hands and squirt mustard at the wall, <laughs> and then one of these days we're gonna walk through the wall and get covered in mustard, <laughs> and that dimension's gonna be like we did it. Oh yeah, yeah. But really, it was us. It's like that uh, that scene in Stargate where the the big portal looks like a <laughs> like the water going through. There's people on the other side. Just there's fucking mustard everywhere. <laughs> We're dead. Yeah. But but on this in this dimension, everybody's like instead of humans, they're like walking and talking hot dogs. Uh huh. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Sausage party. Relish the yes. moment, people. Oh, We've done it. <laughs> That would be so great. A dimension just like ours, but with hot dog people. Dude. Oh, man. That that sounds delicious, dude. (laughs) Hot dog people. And they eat tiny uh, humans. (laughs) (laughs) Little buns. Or what they would use. Ballpark Frank. And that's why they're called Franks. Oh, shit. Because they're all named Frank. All the little tiny humans. Yeah, Yeah, they're like thousands of (laughs) guests. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, Stranger Things, if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. It's the that's that story. That's exactly that story. They're shooting a freaking gun with a laser beam coming out of it mm-hmm. into a wall, an impenetrable wall that is opening oh. another portal into a different dimension. And that's it's the same shit. That's what they're doing, and it's not the first time that they're. May, do you think they're pulling from this actual story? I mean, or or do you think the story is I think just is, a coincidence? I think this is a little more recent. Okay. So this article, I believe it was uh, posted two days ago. You know? So, so maybe somebody watched Stranger Things and was like, let's fire a beam into the wall. <laughs> That's obviously ridiculous. Stranger Things did it. A bunch of teenagers <laughs> did it. Why can't we? 
It wasn't the teenagers, though. It was oh, the Russians. Right, that's right, that's right, that's right. The Ruskies. I wonder why they... Oh, okay, cause I, I just almost asked a dumb we don't question. Have, we don't have any Russian listeners. Oh, dude, that's right. Oh, I wonder man. why. Hey, if anybody from Russia is listening, what's going on? Yeah, what's up, dude? Or... Wait, I can call girls dudes too. Yeah, they're dudettes. Dudettes. Yeah. I'm a dude. She's a dude. He's a dude. We're all We're dudes. We're all dudes. <laughs> if you really think about it. If you think about it, dude. Uh, so that's not the first thing that yeah, I feel like. Uh, July is, 9th. Is weird. 2019 is when this article oh, well, came out. yesterday. Yeah. So that's another coincidence. And um, what Stranger Things you were telling me is, is derived from the Mon the montauk project montauk 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 project uh-huh. yeah which it's is just mind like you know mind control telekinesis yeah you know remote viewing and things like that being able to use consciousness or however that works right and yeah. so that part is where we always talk about like the the spiritual part of this and yeah. like how some of it's a little crazy but maybe it's a big part of it and that kind of makes me it's stuff like that that mm-hmm. makes me think that whoa Maybe that is, you know, part of it. Yeah, you know? I mean, it could be that, or it's it's like you were saying with the chairs, and uh, uh, Corey Good had the same experience with. I mean, he, he tells that that he he had been on a couple of crafts that the the chair was the the mecca of like that's how you made the craft go. So that was I've I, I had heard that before. Mm-hmm. Specifically, he said that on the backs of these chairs were little nubs that would like kind of kind of uh, have some pressure on your back, like underneath your shoulder blades at some huh, point. Yeah. I don't know if that's some kind of pressure point yeah. or whatever. Um, so that I thought that was a really interesting like uh, illustration or spe- specificity of, of, of the chair. But something about those chairs, dude, that, that connects whatever's going on in your mind. Yeah. There, I think there's a missing piece where like, I think there is something to that mm-hmm. uh, spiritual aspect, but I think we need a, ch- uh, a catalyst to to connect our ourselves from you know like from our consciousness to the physical dimension yeah, i guess yeah have you you seen you seen the movie contact right is that the it's, one where they're, an they're older movie their knees been backwards no oh <laughs> okay no. contact is uh man what's your name uh oh the one with the big the big uh satellite dish yeah and it and she's she gets inside yes and then she like gets transported to another dimension oh that's a totally different one yeah i'm thinking okay. yeah it's the, or the maybe it the is big, the same one the big like gyrosphere yeah and it spins you know and and a terrorist blows up the first one and so they oh, have to remake it right well she gets this message from space right mm-hmm. and they decode this message and it turns out to be blueprints yes and so then they build this ship and they drop her and they drop her down and so what happens in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Is is they build this to spec, right? It has to be perfect. But the change that they made on the ship was the chair, mm. right? So they bolt it to the ceiling, they anchor it in, and then they hang the chair from it, which isn't in the blueprints. What? And so when she goes down and she starts going to the, you know, wherever she's going, the chair, the whole ship is shaking violently and just, she's going crazy and thinks she's about to die. The ship sounds like it's about to explode. Okay. Well, finally, the thing breaks and it rocks loose and everything stops. And it's super smooth. Whoa. And she can just kind of float around inside and the ship isn't shaking anymore. 
So yeah. it was the chair that made the difference. It, it, in... it was. It wasn't the chair. It was that stem that they added for structural support. Oh, but really, you didn't need it to do that. Damn. You know, that's what made the the ride dangerous. That's what made Whoa. you know the transportation of the object dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know. And, Whoa, that's really interesting. And all it was was the stem all that they, they hung from the ceiling. All they needed was a hammock, dude. Hang, just leave it there. Just leave the chair, you know? Damn. And that was the one thing that they changed. And Whoa, what a specific, what a cool little detail. Yeah, yeah. That's really awesome. Uh-huh. I love, I love that concept where like, so when she's dropping in, she goes to a different universe or whatever, and the alien comes in the form of her dad, right? Right. And it, it seems like, I mean, this scene is like a 10 minute, 15 minute scene, right? Yeah. It's, it's... And then when it goes back to Earth, She's only like there was no no change in time. She just dropped all the way through. So it stopped time. She was transported to a different planet or whatever. Uh Talk to this extraterrestrial. What I forget like what the point was. What she talk about to this? Uh, Was it just her? Yeah, I mean that's how she got into it. She missed her dad. You know, she was getting all this information. She spent her whole life, you know, searching for what's out there. You know, and yeah. thinking maybe, you know, maybe your spirit lives on. Am I looking for heaven? Am I looking for, what am I looking for? I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm a scientist and this is what I do. And yeah, it's, it's kind of poetic that she gets this message, you know, and it comes in the form of her father and, and, you know, so Damn. it's, it's that's, a super, super awesome movie. I love, I love cool. the movie. You know, it's a, it's a good movie for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just those, those little details and things that are, that make it make it interesting yeah i wonder if somebody knew about the chair thing you know maybe man uh so the movie i was thinking about where the legs bend backwards is the arrival oh yeah the arrival uh what's this uh charlie sheen no is that him yeah charlie sheen Sheen, yeah charlie freaking sheen (laughs) those aliens in there are super creepy they are creepy by the way they're like remember their heads there's like a flap in the Uh back yeah. He's just showing off his brain like, ooh. Yeah. Here it is. Here's my brain. Yeah. Uh, that That's a pretty pretty awesome movie, too. That is a crazy movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should see it. That's an old movie. Yeah, it is, dude. It's a good one. I thought of the, uh, Jess actually had a good idea. Maybe we should do some movie reviews. Oh. Some alien movie reviews. Get a little Mystery Science 3000. 3, yeah, Mystery dude. Science Theater. Oh, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, watch <laughs> watch a movie and comment, it, comment on it as yeah. we're watching it. That's, a, that's not what she meant, but that's great. I just love put that. A, put a camera behind us so it's just a silhouette of our heads. Yeah, yeah. Down in front. Yeah. That'd be cool as shit, man. That would be fun. Or we can make our own little puppets. Yeah. Dude. Oh, man. That'd be cool. <laughs> Yeah, we'd have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that would be great. We should definitely get down on that for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, man. So so the the Stranger Things portal and it being related to the Montauk Project, which if you think about the the earlier episodes, you know, like Montauk Project, you know, they were doing all these tests and and uh, you know these scientists were doing stuff to people. Yeah, you know, trying to figure out you know how telekinesis works or if you can remote view and things like that in some of the earlier episodes, you know, that's what they're doing. Yeah. That's what they're doing to the kids. Yeah. They have them down there. They're doing tests. They're seeing if they can move things with their minds. I mean, you know? it's a great idea. Like I, I wonder if, if it actually worked and we'll just never know about mm-hmm. it. Cause I know that they took adults, but I wonder if 
they did experiments on children too. I'm sure they did. Because I feel like there's just some part of me that believes that when you're a kid, you're much more in sus- tune. Yeah, just in tune with with not only just your perception of the world, but you're not you don't know what's possible. There's like this mm-hmm. anything's possible. So I feel like there's a part of your brain and your consciousness that allows you to absorb and and just do what whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you. If, if, if you were to go through training like that as a kid, maybe not treated as shitty as 11 was, but like that's kind of, yeah. why, why, why treat her that bad? If, you know, if that's like the most powerful weapon on earth. Yeah. Like, well, be that's, nice to well, her. Well, that's, that's why, because she's grown up that way and she is the most powerful weapon in the world. So it's like, okay, we got to condition her. Oh, to be like fearful of us to or something? To be scared of us. And anytime oh. we say jump, you jump. Oh, okay. If I say go back to your cage, you go back to your cage, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of like how you have like an extremely well-trained dog. Yeah. You know, like, I mean. Don't let them sleep on the bed. <laughs> yeah, don't let them sleep on the bed. You know? Dude, by the way, I heard you have three corgis now. I know yeah. you. <laughs> I have three. What was what was it, Molly, the second one? Yeah, we have Gizmo, we have Molly, which is the older one, yeah. and now we have Luna. Luna's the pup. <laughs> I didn't know that you got a new puppy, dude. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Luna's the new pup. Three corgi butts just wiggling around, dude. Yeah. Have you have you seen him get into a swimming pool? So we took Luna uh <laughs> to the pool this weekend and she just swam like a fish, man. But yeah, oh. their butts just float on top of water. <laughs> so funny. It's funny because Gizmo, he's, he's a little scaredy pants. Mm-hmm. And so I'll put him in the water and I'll just kind of hold him by his chest. And he just moves his tiny front paws <laughs> and his ass just drags through the water and just floats on top. He doesn't even kick his legs. <laughs> it's so funny when he gets... He, he gets nervous around the water. Man, I love that. But yeah, <laughs> Luna, she took off, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, start them young, dude. They're a lot of fun. Nibbler can swim really, really well. They're a lot I, of fun. She was a puppy. She said, "I mean, I think we took her swimming in the pool." Remember, when we lived at uh, yeah the apartment lime limestone. Was that what it was called? Limestone. limestone. And then they switched it to the orchard. That's right, the orchard. <laughs> Man, good times there, dude. That was fun. Yeah. That Fazoli's. I miss that Fazoli's. Oh man, you just walk across the street. Damn, that was great. Oh man, I used to graze at Fazoli's, dude. <laughs> I used to love that place. And now it's a, bread, or, like an oyster bar. Yeah. yeah, and it's really good. I remember going to it before I had graduated over there. I hate that paint scheme. I hate the color. The, the color scheme. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not the best. Uh, well, the signage. I don't really remember the the uh, the color scheme, but I do remember the signage. It's like it? neon orange. Yeah, and then blue lettering uh-huh. with white outline on it you don't put blue on top of orange that's like that's ultimate dizziness unless you're boise state oh yeah <laughs> but they have a blue field so I feel like they obviously don't care about it i feel like florida also had well they're, oh, they're yeah, orange yeah, and yeah, uh, uh turquoise though yeah they got some, some green the, in there the do- miami do- they do- really play up that white miami deer dolphins yeah dude yeah oh speaking of dolphins dude I mean, their their frontal cortex is larger than ours. Yeah, they're smart, dude. If only they had some thumbs, do you think they would kind of conquer the world? Oh man! Or you think there's enough materials in the ocean where they could actually build some build anything? Uh, hmm. Because I think that's the closest thing, other than an octopus, to like a true alien on Earth. Yeah. To me, like actually, number one, 
octopus and then dolphin. Yeah. Like, well, isn't an octopus is like DNA the like most different out of every species? Like, I think it's completely so. different, or yeah. it's, it's genetic makeup is completely different than I think I've read any other that. animal on the world on, on the planet. Yeah, I think it's yeah. So it kind of is an alien already, which yeah. I believe because it's those are those are crazy animals so think, super cool though. think about a planet that's totally completely covered in water uh-huh. and it's in the habitable zone what creature would you know rise up to the top the fastest and be the dominant species i mean would it would it come down to survival of the fittest like dinosaur kind of stuff like the biggest and the baddest it might or would it be the most <laughs> intellectual i wonder like i think i think being able like being intellectual and starting to learn things probably come, you know, later. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, you got to look at it in sections. You know, like when you look at cavemen, yeah. well, the most intellectual kind of survived, right? Yeah, true. For yeah. a while. And then, you know, the brutes kind of started to die off a little bit. Right. And then the smarter ones started to survive. And now, you know, look at us. We're tiny now. Yeah, Just a dude. bunch of smart people. We know so much more stuff than they used to know. Yeah. But a lot of us are, are dumb, you know? <laughs> but you could drop us off back then, and we'd be the smartest person in the entire planet. Oh, I don't know if I'd be the smartest person still. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably fit in just fine. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm <laughs> sleep. This feels like home. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm with my people. I think I'm going to stay. <laughs> Man, they got fire. Everybody's walking around naked. Yeah, everybody's having a good old time. <laughs> I've never had brontosaurus. <laughs> dude, I bet, dude, I bet dinosaurs tasted great. They might have. Dude. Man, I wonder oh, what their meat would be like, too. Would it be like an alligator or would it be fibrous, like, like a man? Ooh. Obviously, it would be, yeah, that's a dumb question. It would have to be like, like a reptile meat, like a, like a, uh, like uh, a snake. Cro- crocodile meat. Crocodile. Yeah, it's like mm. white, you know? I bet that'd be delicious. Dude, have you had crocodile? Yeah. It's so damn good, dude. I had, I had crocodile. had it at the Gator Fest. That's right, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the Gator Fest, dude. Mm. We have that picture of us next to that gigantic... That's right, that gator oh, has get, his yeah. pee-pee out. Remember <laughs> that? <laughs> Man, that thing was humongous. It was uh, like 15 yeah. feet or something? Yeah, it was a big gator, dude. Yeah, it was like the biggest one they caught that day. Anahuac, Texas. Shout out. Some crazy stuff, dude. Yeah. Well, I want to go back. I want to go back just for the food. I had a uh, uh, crawfish mac and cheese. That was freaking amazing, dude. I remember they had the uh, <clears throat> they had the Gravitron. Do you remember that? Yeah. Dude. It's in Stranger Things. Yeah, I that's know. So funny. That's why I just saw it. I was like uh, watching so it with funny. Jess. Like, babe, are you used to... Right on that thing, and you know, I was I was like calling them out the whole time. Every time they would start it, because there was a couple of scenes in the Gravitron. Every time they'd start it, it was like automatically be really fast. Yeah, it was no, fast. it used to take like ten minutes for it to get up to speed. Yeah, <laughs> and the last time we got on it in Anawak, they uh-huh. had those people that pushed it. Oh, remember yeah, they were right. <laughs> pushed it to get it going. So that was definitely yeah. not safe, but no. we did it anyways. We did it anyway. So, I mean, bringing it back to UFOs, the Gravitron is in the shape of a UFO. A UFO, dude. <laughs> a freaking UFO, man. Yeah, too many lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'd be pissed if, if, you know, an alien comes down and it just looks like the Gravitron. <laughs> it actually says Gravitron on the side. <laughs> you open it up, it's like a carny, like... 
Sounded. Or if it didn't say Gravitron on the inside, but you got to meet the alien and he comes out and he's like, Welcome to the Gravitron. <laughs> <laughs> and we just start laughing just like that. And he's like, What are you laughing at? Yeah. And we're like, yeah. ah, Let me show you. <laughs> oh, that's great, dude. <laughs> but it sounds really cool. <laughs> Step inside the Gravitron, Earthlings. <laughs> we're just cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the, my favorite ride. I mean, yeah, I used to love that. Yeah, they had it in Taylor, man, all the time. It was great. Um, yeah, man. What else? I guess. Do we want to talk about JFK? That's maybe we need some more research on that before. Yeah, we we'll do a little it. more on that, dude. Yeah. What else we got? What were those radio signals from Australia? Did you see that? Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So, so periodically we get one of the uh, 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 signal. Right, and it was a radio signal. Yeah, it's a it was a radio signal, and usually they just kind of uh, we can't ever pinpoint it. You know, it's like oh, that was that was strange. So you have people sitting there, you know, looking at data all day, every day, listening to you know radio waves, and yep. and once every thirty years something crazy happens, and they're all like, oh, what, what, what was that? And yeah. they're like, oh, man, that was cool. I guess we'll wait another 30 years. <laughs> but this signal, it came down, and instead of just hitting one place, apparently it spread. Ooh, what? Yeah, the signal spread That's all cool. over the place. So it was almost like it hit different telescopes, radio telescopes, at different times. What? Almost like this signal wanted to... To, to be, you know, heard. Whoa. So instead of sending just one little beam, this one spread out and it hit multiple. That's how they were able to triangulate where it came from exactly in the sky. And so that's the first time what? we've ever been able to find out where this signal came from. So I'm, I'm thinking of like the, the what a wave looks like. is You always see them horizontally. I wonder if mm-hmm. when it comes at you, it's straight on yeah so if that were the case i mean the wave signal if it was really really big like a really low frequency mm-hmm. it would hit one place and i'm trying to figure figure this out yeah i mean because maybe maybe it shot it and specifically like eight different places so know. that to me that would sound like some intelligence behind it i don't know yeah it's you know? it, but it's coming from one source Hmm. And it's the first. Did they time. say what what uh, constellation it came from? Uh, they did in the article. I'm not. I don't remember. I don't remember what they said though. What if it was Zeta Reticuli, dude? Oh, dude. They were sending some some uh, messages to to Germany, bro. It'd be scary. Yeah, dude. It'd be scary. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. What if it, what what if we did receive a radio signal from space and it was like in German? That'd be wild. Yeah. That'd be wild. Yeah. Uh, you, we were talking about earlier, like the different species of aliens mm-hmm. and how there's different species of greys that all come from the same yeah, Zeta Reticuli star system. They kind of look similar. Kind of look similar, <clears throat> right? But they're a little bit different. They you, all have different personalities. Right. Um, what were you yeah. saying? Like the tall whites are our ambassadors? Yeah. So, well, <clears throat> so the ones that we know, you know, the greys, the tall whites... Apparently these guys are, are kind of, I guess, running things. So a lot of people speculate and say that the tall whites are the men in black. Oh, they're always okay. in suits, so they're always kind of keeping an eye on everything. Okay, anything crazy that happens, you know, they say the men in black show up. <clears throat> we don't see them, but they show up and then they disappear. 
you know, they maybe warn you right. or you disappear too. Oh shit. Right? Um, you know, so have you seen that, uh, that security f- footage of the, oh, the Alaska the, uh, police officer where the, she's in the office? Is he, that the one where they walk into the, the yeah. glass doors and they look, the guys look fucking identical. Yeah. That's really, really crazy. That's pretty dude. crazy. Were yeah. they wearing hats? I can't remember if they were wearing hats. Yeah, they were wearing hats, and the uh, she was she tried to go for her gun, I believe, and it was in her purse. What? Man, I have to relook at the story. Ooh, yeah, I feel like she was gonna go for her gun and kind of like got captured in their gaze or whatever they were saying. Whoa! And she like so at <clears throat> in the video it looks like she startled and freaked out. Right. But then by the end of it, she just walks out with them. Dude. That's freaky. You know, that's Whoa. that's kind of cool. Like, that'd be cool if the whites are the men in black. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Hey, speaking of men in black, Rip Torn, R.I.P., oh, bro. Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I loved him in MIB, too. He's funny. He, he used to have a place in Taylor. Really? Yeah. No shit. He used to have a place in Taylor. Man, there's something about Taylor that uh, there's been a lot of famous people that have either lived there or, like, movies been shot yeah, there. Dude. Tex Avery. So cool. What's, a, that's, uh, he used to create like the old like kind of Looney Tune cartoons. Tex, oh yeah, yeah Tex Avery. Idiot. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, he's, I he's from there. Oh, that's right, because they have that uh, that museum. Yeah, the guy who created Bugs Bunny lived right across the street from the Moody Museum, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. And then uh, Texas else? Chainsaw Massacre was filmed there. Yeah, it was all filmed out there mm-hmm. too. Yeah, at the so. Texas Meat Factory. Did you? I miss Dan those. Moody's from there. Dan Moody. Yeah. Dan Moody. Yeah. He's the first governor, I believe, to prosecute the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. In badass. the entire United States. Love that. Yeah. So that's that, awesome. That's kind of cool. And that's his museum's cool. there, so that's pretty awesome. There's so many like historical things that happened in Taylor, dude. Yeah. So so awesome. It's a pretty cool little place. Yeah, I do miss the Texas or uh, the Taylor Meat Company. Those red weenies, dude. Yeah, man, those are great. Oh yeah, the Taylor Meat weenies, bro. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Meat weenies. That should have been our mascot. So the ducks. It was <laughs> the Taylor Meat weenies. The <laughs> uh, Taylor Red weenies take the field. <laughs> That would have been I can't funny. remember any football. Just have a mascot. Yeah. <laughs> back to hot dogs, dude. That's a, back to hot dogs. That's a different, <laughs> different reality, bro. <laughs> we would be. They would. That's. They would come to Taylor first because they'd be like our people. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were so man. We they'd com- be like, hey, Frank. We completely like got off this subject. I don't know how, but you were saying that dolphins were. You know, oh, the yeah. smartest. <laughs> yeah. How do we get to weenies oh, again? Yeah. We're talking about sausage again. Dude, I don't know, man. How do we get back there? <laughs> from, from dolphins being the smartest and octopus to. I want to. There's hot dogs in the fridge if you want uh, one. No, I'm good right All now. Right. That's, that's pretty great, though. Uh, but uh, in, uh, in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm-hmm. how the dolphins were the smartest um, animal on the planet. And this whole time, they've been warning us that the Earth is coming to an end. Oh. But the whole time, we just thought they were doing fun tricks for us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> doing flips and shit. Yeah, so long, and thanks for all the fish. And, and then so whenever my... it comes, they fly in the air. And yeah. Like, Where all the dolphins go? They just flew away. Man, so many of my ideas always end up... This is twice now <laughs> that this has happened on the podcast, where an idea that I've had goes back to uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, you say you don't probably, remember it, but maybe it's all subliminal. Maybe, dude. dude. Yeah. I've only seen the movie like maybe three times. 
should, you should watch it. It's pretty good. It's so funny. Uh, I love it. But I guess, so after that, we were talking about uh, a planet that's covered in water in the habitable zone, which, you know, species that would uh, rise to the top would be, uh, and I, w- I was going to say the octopus would rise to the top before a dolphin kind of creature because they can grab stuff and move it and yeah. use different like I saw this video of a, a octopus using a, a coconut shell as protection, <laughs> you know, like just fast forward a few thousand, maybe a million years. And mm-hmm. now they have hands, you know, and maybe yeah. they have bodies or they're bigger or, or something like that. And they mm-hmm. have like big brains and I don't know, just imagine like a humanoid octopus, how yeah. cool that would look. Or, you know, maybe, maybe that, that, uh, the way that that animal is built is superior to to even us oh yeah you know their their line of evolution kind of made them a little more superior yeah it just so happens that they live in the ocean yeah and you know they can't yeah maybe even hands are not even the best tools to make things with yeah maybe Maybe they're not maybe you want suction cups instead right right yeah but can you imagine like even if you bring that to like just earth right not even another planet where octopus would rise to the top but on earth yeah if a species uh, had that same type of camouflage ability, mm-hmm. the same type of ability to fit into small spaces or squeeze under doors or something. But it was a you know a humanoid figure. Yeah, you know? maybe maybe one day the octopus crawls out of the ocean and it's a new species that can breathe air, mm-hmm. and then and then it can start building stuff. I don't know. It seems kind of squishy though. But I don't know. I just picture like an octopus as somebody's head. Kind of like Davy Jones and uh, oh, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Is it Davy Jones? Yeah. <laughs> he hides the key. Yeah. And his tentacles. Zack Sparrow. Let's do that's the grossest. I don't like that character at all. <laughs> it's the nastiest. Zack <laughs> yeah, Sparrow. Can you imagine like what what it's gonna be like? Uh, you know, in the time that it took us to get here mm-hmm. now, where that take that same amount of time and apply yeah. that from now to then in the future. Okay, well, like, you, what are we going to look like? Take it even further. Say all this, you know, climate change forces us to leave as a species. We have to leave this planet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's to Mars or to a different planet uh, in a different part of the galaxy or maybe even in a different galaxy. Mm-hmm. And so there's no more humans. And then the ecosystem of Earth starts to re- heal itself. What's the next species that's going to come up and, and yeah? What rule would the be planet? the dominant force? So yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the Earth's going to be around for a pretty long time. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. So after what? After humans leave, what's next? You mm-hmm. know, is it is it is it primates? I mean, I, I know Joe Rogan talks about this on his podcast a lot, but scientists say that uh, it's been observed that a couple of species of monkeys or, or primates are entering the, the, the stone age. Yeah. They're building tools. And yeah. Things. The, uh, orangutan orangutans have observed fishermen using spears and now they're using spears and teaching it to their young. Yeah. So now all of them are spear, like fishing with spears in the rivers. Like, dude. Yeah. That's, that's insane because, that's you know, yeah. Cause he was also saying like, what if that's just what happens Yeah, over and over and over mm-hmm. again, you know, maybe, Maybe on this, and they're know, they're still going to be trying to figure out who built the pyramids when they when they grow up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they absolutely are. Yeah, man. But you know, it, you know, it's the planet. You know, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, yeah. 
I wonder if they would if 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 they would look the same as they did on Planet of the Apes. If they would evolve, their faces would evolve. They might look over, a little different over time. You know, probably look a little different. That's just what, like we did. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I was watching this documentary um, on Netflix. It was like the, fi- the earliest face of man or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, these. Oh, yeah. Cave- the the cave divers. Yes. Yeah. And uh, wow. I think it was Mexico. Or no, it was like, uh, yeah, it was in Mexico near uh, Tulum, that area. Uh-huh. That whole uh, peninsula has these interweaving caverns and caves that are now underwater but that didn't used to be underwater yeah. that's like where they say the, the meteor hit near there right the really wiped out the dinosaurs oh i believe there's a meteor that's what they claim interesting that wiped out the dinosaurs okay. and that's how that you know that okay. peninsula is worked out so dang i didn't know that yeah cool and it and it predates you know it's thirteen thousand years old yes right yeah. And so, well, sh- that skull that they found was thirteen thousand years old, and the Sumerians date back to twelve thousand years old. Okay, right, which is the cradle of civilization right. where everybody came from. Apparently, mm-hmm. how'd that get all the way in Mexico, dude? At thirteen thousand, right? Years. We should a thousand years prior to that. Sumerians. When did Sumerians? Sumerians. I mean, the time you know where people were came out of that area. Oh, it's saying two thousand BC the Sumerians lived in Mesopotamia. That's that can't be right. Hmm. Four thousand BC. Well, what four thousand? I feel like that five, number. Six. That number is just used so much, like in in biblical things, like the and and historians always say, like, oh, it was only four thousand four thousand BC. Four thousand. Like, yeah. All the Egyptians. In, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think that adds up. I, f- I feel like it was longer than that. I thought it was like twelve thousand. The, the Sumerians. Mm-hmm. I could, I be, could be completely. This wrong. is Google. I, mean, I don't know, dude. Man. We're just doctor scientists. Yes, so exactly. we don't really know. It keeps so saying four thousand BC, dude. Huh? Time period of the Sumerians. Well, that says five thousand to one to seventeen fifty. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Google. Who knows? I don't man. trust it. Who knows? But I don't trust it. So from there to now, I mean, it's five thousand six seven. Seven thousand, yeah, seven thousand years 7, ago. Seven thousand years ago. So there was a so, so this this skull that was found in this cave at the bottom of this cave mm-hmm. underwater. Uh, it had start to calcify. That's how old it was. But they they did they were in they were able to carbon date it to thirteen around mm-hmm. thirteen thousand years ago. Maybe I'm thinking of the Clovis people. The was uh, was twelve Clovis. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, because isn't that what Randall Carlson talks about in in uh, Graham Hancock? I think so. They talk about the Clovis people being here, but then they found uh, bones that were further down in the ground. I think I think you're onto something. I think yeah. that may have been what it is. I may have yep misspoke. thirteen thousand to twelve. Yep, yeah, yeah that's right. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. Well, where, when were the Denisovans? Denisovans time period. Uh, that was uh, how long ago was that? Gosh, what does it say? I don't really say. <clears throat> oh, lineage, um, Homo sapiens, approximately well, six hundred thousand. Lineage that developed into Denisovans and Neanderthals is estimated to have separated from the lineage that developed into anatomically modern Homo sapiens, approximately six hundred thousand to seven hundred forty-four thousand years ago. That's a long ass time 
to be yeah. to be looking like we do and thinking like we do. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure those people didn't look anything like us. Yeah. They they didn't look anything like us. Well, so what was interesting about the skull that they found mm-hmm. in the cave was uh, that they reconstructed her face based off of like face facial models and uh, like uh, muscle distribution on the face, mm-hmm. and they they don't look like Native Americans. They look a little different, like uh, s- certain aspects, like their nose. Um, and their cheekbones are like really sharp. Their jaw muscles are a little, a little smaller, um, and they don't look like Native Americans. So mm-hmm. that means that somebody else came from somewhere else and went through North America and then down to South America. Yeah, which I thought was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Thirteen thousand years ago. That's dude. crazy. And there was a uh, like <clears throat> giant sloth bones down there, and yeah. saber tooth tiger bones, yeah. cave bear. Because North America used to have the largest land mammals or land yeah. animals like yeah. of the entire world. Mm-hmm. Even now in Africa, you know, they're known for having the largest land. Them animals. elephants over but there. Elefante. North America used to have have that. Yeah. So yeah. I would love to see a giant sloth, dude. That'd be I bet they take cool. some epic naps. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have to sleep longer because they're bigger? Maybe, dude. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, th- I thought I thought it was pretty interesting. I mean, like, just the fact that we can find some bones that look just like ours, relatively. Yeah. That is that old, and there's still people out there that say, like, you know, that that we didn't build anything or we didn't have written history or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a historian, but I feel like there's 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 got to be some some missing pieces there. I don't know, man. There's a lot of missing pieces, man. I mean, it's it's one. It's kind of like what we're doing now, you know. Like we're talking UFOs and aliens and things, and we're trying to put pieces together to to uh, a story that we don't know what it is. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of the same. Like yeah. being an archaeologist, you're trying to put pieces together of stuff that you have no idea what happened. Right. You're looking at at pieces like tiny pieces of pottery. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, these people were farmers. <laughs> Like, that is some, you know what I'm saying? I wonder how they come up with those jumps. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but like, oh, yeah. how do you know that's what they used it for? <laughs> they could have just used it to poop in. Maybe. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm interested to see what else comes out of, um, uh, oh, damn it, I'm, I'm blanking, but uh, Graham Hancock's uh, book is about this site that's... Um, Gobekli Tepe? Gobekli Tepe, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm interested to see some new information about that site. Yeah. Because that was, I mean, there's a lot of what you're saying, like uh, evidence pointing to the fact that this was a building civilization that had a written language. It's just super yeah, and interesting. It, and it looks and like I, the site was purposely covered up. Purposely covered up, uh, yeah. Like to maybe hide it. And there's signs that they, they did have agri- agriculture, mm-hmm. which back then, I mean, I can't remember. Maybe the, that's the what I was thinking of because they came out. He he says that they were before the Sumerians. Ah, and the and Sumerians get yeah. The the Sumerians get the the credit for <clears throat> being the first people to do this, but really, there's another civilization yeah. that was prior to that. Um, and there's probably a civilization that's prior to them. There could be, <laughs> you know. Um, and that's why what's his name from Egypt? The like the main Egyptologist. Yeah, uh, I can't, man, I, I, I Swami or something. I whipped his, his name out of my head the other day, and I was so proud of myself. But yeah. right now, I cannot. Think I can't of that think of it either. But 
that guy, he won't even talk to Graham Hancock. Yeah. Which is lame. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You're lame, dude. Quebec, Quebecly Tipe. Oh, well, I don't know. It, anyway, they, they dated it back to a very long time ago, like long around 13,000 years ago or something like that, right? Uh-huh. Super interesting. Lots of missing pieces. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I'm ready for the octop- octopus people, maybe some dolphin people, you know? Um, I'm excited to see what happens to that Stranger Things gun. I know. I know. We're going to have to keep up with that because if something does happen, it'll disappear off the map. <laughs> we won't hear anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But if it fails miserably, we'll hear a lot of stories. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, they were trying to open a portal. Yeah. You know? I wonder why. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. I wonder if there's any oversight, you know, if there's security or. <laughs> Some like Austin Powers type armed guards. Maybe can't it's, shoot. it's like under the mall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah, would be dude. freaking great. Yeah, be freaking great. It would be pretty good. But uh, well, I think we have a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about on the next podcast. Yeah, too. Yeah, that we want to research cool a little stuff. bit. I feel like we had a lot of good good little insights on this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, but definitely. yeah, I'm a little off today because you know I didn't. I'm working off of like three and a half hours of sleep right now. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. No, like, I don't blame you, dude. Like four hours of sleep. You uh, visited and, an alien last and, night, man. Yeah, dude. I saw the Doobie Brothers and Carlos Santana, man. That was super cool. Yeah, man. So asleep by one thirty, up by 5. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's been let's a long drink, day, bro. Let's drink some, some this, whiskey. And this, this beer is delicious. Yeah. Bro, I told you, if I drink whiskey, I'm just going to pass out. <laughs> I won't even make it to your couch. <laughs> I'll just drink it and fall asleep on your kitchen floor. <laughs> uh, uh, Jess oh, will be mad at you. Dude, so we got stickers, y'all. Yes. Um, stickers are here. I don't know if we want to sell them. Maybe we'll just hand them out at UFO Congress. Um, but we do have some shirts uh, that we're gonna that we're already selling on. Or I don't know if it's live on the, the web the website. We'll have to double check. That. But the website is live, y'all. UFOGaragePC.com. Go check it out. Yeah, it's up and running. Uh, but we have some stickers. Shirts are coming. And then uh, I texted Joe last night that I want to. I had this idea. Maybe we do uh, like a Kickstarter or GoFundMe to raise some money to buy a couple of um, GoPros to set up in the in my studio to film our podcast so we can put it up on on youtube um i feel like that'd be pretty cool it would be pretty awesome i'd, I'd love to be you able to show our pretty faces uh, yeah man. <laughs> uh, like we're like in tuxes <laughs> you're pretty cute ben you're pretty cute <laughs> well only with a tux on dude uh the uh and also just to be able to show like what we're looking at on our computer too like uh-huh. if we want to show a video be able to show that i don't know maybe we'll get pulled from youtube if we do that a lot but I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Kind of depends on what it is. Or maybe we won't even put it on YouTube. Maybe we'll put it on Vimeo so we can get away with bullshit like that. You right. know? Or we'll do both. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. But I think that'd be cool. So uh, maybe we'll set that up uh, either tonight or just later on the week. I'd love to. It'd be awesome if you guys want to support that and uh, donate. Maybe we'll send you a sticker for maybe there's like a tiered pricing pricing tier. If you want to mm-hmm. donate 10 bucks, you get a free sticker or like 20 Yeah, or maybe like 50, you get a shirt and a sticker and 
maybe we'll me i was thinking maybe you uh you and i could draw little doodles you know like, <laughs> yeah draw some illustrations it'd be pretty sweet and then put those in for like you know a, a price point you know you get like a <laughs> a hand uh drawn like ufo or some alien or, yeah. or something cool like that or if you just buy the gopros for us oh yeah we can we can just We'll take you out UFO hunting. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, that would be awesome. Actually, sweet. we should we should add that. We'll go out to you know West Texas. Yes, you know camp out and yeah. just go UFO hunting. Bring our weekend. lasers. Yeah, dude, that'd be dope. That'd be pretty that's sweet. a great idea. Cool, yeah, let's do that. Let's do it for sure. Yeah. So awesome. our our plane tickets are bought. Oh right, right. Plane ticket, hotel, all ready to go for UFO Congress. I was thinking, like, man, I want to get our name out there while we're there. And what what's something cool that we could do that's not too on the nose? Like, I don't want to walk around and or I don't want to put up a booth or walk around in costumes or anything like that. But mm-hmm. so, what's something funny we could do that's not too over the top? Like, I don't want to dress up in an alien outfit and, like, yeah. walk around like, hey, guys, check out our podcast. <laughs> uh, but I'm thinking, like, what what's something funny we could do that while know, we're there, man. you know? Well, if we have GoPros by then, maybe we can just set up at a table and start doing our thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. At lunchtime. True. Yeah. And then people want to come over and hang out with us and they can. Oh, that'd be cool. We could just chit chat with them. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to I want to do something to get our name out there while we're there and mm-hmm. like get the word out. Or put a sign on our door. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like a dorm room. Yeah, like like <laughs> you know. That'd be cool. Come in. Yeah. <laughs> come in. That's not funny at all. <laughs> Hey, come in. That's you creepy. Need, you need some sleep, dude. <laughs> dude. Hey, uh, twist the knob and have, come. Hey, come in. <laughs> All right. So that was the latest episode of UFO Garage. Thanks for sticking with us, you guys. Um, this has been fun. This is it'll be this will be our seventh episode. We're going strong. I'm so stoked. This is like my favorite thing to do. This Absolutely. is my favorite part of the week. Uh, I'm just so glad people are still listening to us. Yeah. I look every day to see like the numbers and it's like just getting crazier and crazier. Uh, every single day there's more people listening. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We really appreciate it guys for sure. Yeah. Thanks for, for listening and and hanging out with us for, for about an hour and listen to us jab on, jabber on about UFOs, aliens and all things weird. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, I guess we'll see y'all next time. All right, man. We'll talk to y'all later. Okay, goodbye.